Welcome to our podcast. I am your host, Bishop T.R. Preston. And as always, I'm very grateful and thankful for you tuning in today. I want to deal with and unpack, study and analyze the question, why is there a need for a savior? That's going to be my subject uh, in this series. This will be part one. Why is there a need for a savior? As we work down and unpack this lesson today and these words of encouragement, what does a savior mean? According to the Easton's Bible Dictionary, savior is one who saves from any form or degree of evil. In its highest sense, the word indicates the relation sustained by our Lord to his redeemed ones. He is their savior. My Lord, that's the gospel message. We need a savior. We need a redeemer. So we know that according to Eastern Bible Dictionary, Savior, one who saves from any form or degree of evil. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute because evil is present on every hand. It seems like every time you turn around, a form of evil is right there. We need a Savior. And as we work through this, I'm going to show you why. Why does humanity need to be saved? And from what? That's the next question. Why does humanity need to be saved? And from what? The reason we need a savior is because we all are sinners. We all are sinners, no matter your status, no matter your background, no matter your educational status. We all are sinners. In other words, a sinner is one who rebels against God. Nobody born just seek God just want to be with God, just want to be in the presence of God. No, we're born sinners. We want to rebel against God. As we look back over our life, those of us before we got saved can testify. We were in the clubs. We were chasing women as men. and Women loved the chase. And we just had a good time. Nobody was thinking about living holy, thinking about serving God. We was worried about pleasing the ruler of the world, which is Satan. Amen. So why does humanity need to be saved? And from what? Because we are sinners. And since we are sinners, uh, what needs to take place? Well, first of all, we need to get in right standing with God. We need to get into that right relationship with God. 
Because if you're not saved, not have not been rescued, amen, you are enemies of God. All of us were enemies to God at one time. But those of us who are believers in Christ Jesus have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And therefore, we're no longer enemies to God. We are his children. Amen. So, with that being said, humanity needs to understand we need to be saved from our sinful state. Until we realize that, the devil will keep you blindfolded, keep you hostage, and operating according to the world. Amen? So, with that being said, let's move forward. The Bible says that God is a holy God, and he wants us to be holy like him. And God does not abide in sin. But he wants us to be holy. But God cannot abide in sin. That almost seems like an oxymoron. But let me tell you. Mankind. Humanity. Since the fall of man. We know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so our problem is. Is this. All of us, all of mankind, all of humanity has an intrinsic sin nature. We was born this way because of Adam's disobedience. We have, as human beings, an intrinsic sin nature. That means no matter where you go, it's there. No matter how young or how old you are, it's there. All of us have, have an intrinsic sin nature. That simply means we gravitate to the things that are opposed to God. We are more prone to want to please the flesh, not God. That's humanity's intrinsic sin nature. So God is holy. He cannot abide in, a, in sin. So what needs to take place? We need a Savior. Our thinking is not right because of our intrinsic sin nature. Our desires are not right because of our, our intrinsic sin nature. We need a savior. We need a deliverer. We, we, we need something to happen. Amen. So with that being said, let's go to Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 14, to help us out. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 14 says this, Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness 
without which no one will see the Lord. Amen. Holiness without which no one will see the Lord. So how do we get there? How is this accomplished since we are sinners without holiness? We didn't we did not come into this world holy. But therefore something has to take place so we can be holy. We have to comprehend that none of us born into this world is holy because we all were born into this world as sinners. Psalms 58 and 3 lets us know this. The ungodly are perverse and estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they are born, speaking lies. My Lord, we need some help. We need a savior. Somebody need to testify right where you are and say, I can relate. I, I realize I have made many promises saying I'm not going to do certain things again. But the very thing I said I was not going to do, I end up doing. And all of this is because of Adam. How do I know this? In Romans, the fifth chapter, Verse 5, 12 through 21, I read, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given. But sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounding for many. And the free gift is not like the results of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation. But the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. Hallelujah. For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more were those who receive the abundance of grace, the free gift of righteousness, reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Now the law came to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, 
Here we go. Grace abounded all the more so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ. So what must take place for us to be holy? Lord, have mercy. Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old have passed away. Behold, the new has come. Galatians 6.15 For neither circumcision counts for anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. What are you saying, preacher? What are you saying, bishop? What must happen for us to be holy? What must take place for us, amen, to be in the position to be in right standing with God? Well, according to the scriptures I just read, we must be made a totally new creature. And how does this happen? How, how do we become this totally new creature? It has to do with a change in our position. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. That's simultaneously. It happens when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. We have the Holy Ghost operating within us. Our position, our position rather, then changed from not being in Christ to being in Christ Jesus which we become a new creation in him. My Lord, in closing, as we summarize this part one up, why is there a need for a savior? Hallelujah. Once we accept Jesus Christ by faith, we change our position to being in Christ. And when we're in Christ, we have he, the Holy Spirit, we have the promises of God. We are heirs with Christ Jesus. Whatever Christ have, we have. So up to this point, you can see how the change can take place for you today. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can do it right now. Wherever you are right now, you can accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Father God, I pray right now for my sister and my brothers in Christ. I pray for those who are struggling and going through hardship and pain and feeling like there's no hope and feeling like they have done things that are so bad that they cannot be forgiven and Christ would not accept them. Well, today we learned that all of us was born into sin. All of us have made bad decisions and bad acts, but there's hope when we change our position, put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ that changes our position to be in the place of blessings, the place of favor, because we're in Christ Jesus. Lord, we pray that this word fall on good ground today, that it be a blessing to somebody and they speak out and say, Lord, I ask for forgiveness. And I repent of my sins. Father God, we thank you now that the word has touched them on this day. They realize the need for a savior. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. Well, I hope that you have been blessed today. We are so grateful that you have tuned in. And in closing, I want you to remember this, that the word of God is reliable, the word of God is relatable, and the word of God is relevant. Greetings, greetings, and I'm so glad that you are here tuning in to our podcast today. I am your host, Bishop T.R. Preston. Today's topic I want to talk about and expound on is case dismissed. Somebody need to testify wherever you are right there and say, my case has been dismissed. What are you saying, Bishop? Well, once you put your trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been redeemed, purchased with a price by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Your case has been dismissed. What does that entail? That means all of your past failures, all of your past shortcomings, all of your past guilt and shame for some of the things all of us have done before we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Our slate has been washed clean by the blood of Jesus, by the atoning work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage you on this day, hold your head up. As a believer in Christ Jesus, you have been redeemed, bought with a price, purchased with a price. Jesus and Jesus alone went to the cross for all of us that we may have a right to eternal life. So we have been redeemed as believers in Christ Jesus, we're no longer of ourselves, but we belong to Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul often said, I'm a bond servant. I am a bond servant of Jesus Christ. I'm a slave to him. So as believers, we are a slave to him. He purchased us at a great cost, at a great price. Hallelujah, glory be to God. And our slate has been washed clean. Our case has been dismissed. All those charges no longer can hold up against us because we've been bought with a price. That's good news. That should bring a smile to your face. I often think about the psalmist, what can make me whole again? Somebody ought to shout, nothing but the blood of Jesus. I want to keep going right there. What can put me in right standing before the Lord and Savior, our Father, rather, God. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. When people try to come at you and say, I remember what you did in the past. I remember who you were back then. Say, that's true. I was all of that. 
but now I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I've been redeemed, bought with a price. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. So run this race with your head up, knowing that your record, your slate has been washed clean. You are a child of God as a believer in Christ Jesus, putting your faith in Christ Jesus, turning away from your wicked ways, asking forgiveness of your sin. You're covered by the blood. That's good news. So if anybody asks you just who you are, you just tell them, I am redeemed. I've been bought with a price. My case has been dismissed. I hope that this bless you on today. And I hope that this encourage you on today. And remember that the word of God is reliable. The word of God is relatable. And the word of God is relevant. <laughs>